0: This is episode 591 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Monday, February 19th... 18th. 18th. 2019. It's 2019. But it's only 18. In terms of what day it is. Uh, of the month. February. Anywho, I'm your host, Marcus Gnez. Y'all can find me... <laughs> I- I've screwed up this intro really bad it's it's a it's a train wreck already but you know what i'm gonna keep it in anywho i am marcus nez again your host this is the pixelated sausage podcast this is episode 591 and this is monday february 19th 2000 and god i did it again that wasn't even on purpose this is february 18th the 2019. I'm going to talk about Crackdown 3 because I have played more of it. And when I say i played more of it, I mean I finished it. I beat it. And I'm going to review it. Give my final thoughts on Crackdown 3. And I have played the Wrecking Zone? Question mark? Is that what it's called? The multiplayer side of things. Which I think is twice as big in terms of file size. Played a little bit of that. Uh, so I can talk about that as well. And then I have Animal Super Squad, I believe is what it's called. Yes, Animal Super Squad. And a little bit more Apex Legends, because I played that for the first time since it launched. And then, of course, Random Movies, because everyone loves when I talk about movies randomly at the end of every show. Anyway, let's just get this going, because with a start like the one we've had, it can only go... ...even further downhill from there. So, Crackdown 3. I beat it. It took me about 10 hours. And that is with me collecting... ...I think 67 hidden orbs. 507 or so agility orbs. And completing all of these side quests. So, there are the little side missions... ...you can take on to weaken a boss... Or you can attack a boss early on if you want more of a challenge. Or if you feel like you don't need to do all that. Uh, I did fight pretty much every boss prior to clearing out all of their little mini areas. But I did go after the fact and finish them all. I collected all the agency or agent DNA. Which is sprinkled throughout the environment. Which uh, unlocks more skins for you to play as. And... Did a fair amount of the other stuff. I did almost all the races, but there are a few or maybe just one that I am missing that I just haven't found. Having some lacrosse isn't on the map, so I can't find it just yet. And I don't think there are any maps out there currently that have all the locations. The only location I saw was for Agent DNA uh, map-wise. But go into the actual game and what I think about it, uh, for the most part, it's not all that different how I felt about it after the last episode. It is more Crackdown, and that's pretty much all it is, which isn't a bad thing. I think there are a lot of people out there, especially critics, who are giving the game somewhat poor reviews or... Okay, reviews because it hasn't changed with the times. That it isn't new, that it isn't different, and I don't, I don't find that to be a problem. I don't, I don't see a reason why every single game needs to change and adapt just because a game is old or feels older, has systems, mechanics, what have you, that were first implemented or were were widely used or whatever. Ten plus years ago doesn't mean it's bad old game design doesn't mean bad game design Uh, if somebody came out with Super Mario Brothers 4 and it was like the NES game just even more polished and with you know even more creative levels and all that kind of jazz I don't think anyone would be complaining I think I think a lot of people would be very very happy or if you came out with another side-scrolling uh, Metroid game, or Castlevania game. It, you know, if, if you know, like with uh, whatever it's called, uh, not Curse of the Moon, but the blood-stained one that is like Symphony of the Night. People are happy about that, and the fact that it's similar to those. You know, it just... I, I don't get that mentality, that old is bad. Old is not bad. Old is old, and maybe you don't like it, because you just want to keep going. You want... Everything to keep uh, adapting. That's fine. But I don't see anything. Regarding. Crackdown 3's design. To be a a bad choice. It's more Crackdown 3. It's polished. It runs well. It looks really good. I'm playing on the X. So I can't. I have to. Or at least I feel like I should. Remind people of that every now and again. Because. When I talk about games. And performance. And all this. I forget that. The majority of Xbox players are not playing on an X. And therefore, they could be, or they, in most cases, they are dealing with different circumstances in terms of frame rate, uh, visual fidelity, and all that kind of jazz. So, I I, I don't want to always say, don't forget, I'm playing on the X, but I think it's probably good to remind people every now and again. So, I think Crackdown 3 looks good you know it's not like i said amazing but it's fun to jump around and the vehicles are okay to move in but i i I think it doesn't have legs like other similar games have unless you are really into collecting the orbs because that's all it's really about Uh, there's not fun in wrecking havoc around the city and causing mayhem and explosions and fighting enemies none of that is fun in the way that it is in something like just cause not to constantly compare the two or even in something like grand theft auto or uh red dead redemption 2 where you can have more fun in just sort of the way things turn out and in part the physics and stuff like that um there there's i i didn't have fun Playing the game uh, proper. I had little fun when I was actually taking on missions, going after bosses or uh, stations or what have you. Fighting the enemies was never satisfying. The weapons, regardless of whether it's a rocket launcher or machine gun or what have you, they don't feel that great to use. Uh, Sure, you can create explosions, and those might look okay, but there's just something about it that feels very stale. And maybe it's because the world itself feels very, not empty, but the the game as a whole is lacking personality. The voices and the story are all garbage. It's it's worthless. Uh, It would have been a lot better if they leaned into the ridiculous nature of it all and the terry Crews side of things because uh, they in all of the promotion once terry cruz came on board that was fun that was silly and that would have been great if it was throughout the entire game but the story takes itself way more seriously than that it's, uh and that is not a good thing I skipped almost every cutscene after the first thirty minutes, like I said last episode, and uh, that just continued on until the very end, where you can't skip the final cutscene, cut scene, which was very disappointing. But in the end, it's just more Crackdown, and if you want more Crackdown, you're good. If you if you said you want more Crackdown and you're disappointed by Crackdown Three, you didn't you, you didn't want more Crackdown, you wanted. Crackdown to a point, but you wanted something different. And that's not what they gave you. They gave you more crackdown, for better or worse. Moving on to the Wrecking Zone multiplayer. It has two different modes. One that is like a King of the Hill, not King of the Hill, It's reminiscent to Conquest mode, where you're capturing points, and after a certain amount of time, these points will disappear and new ones will come out. And then there's also a Team Deathmatch mode. Both modes are shit. The multiplayer is garbage, it is horrible. I hate it. I never enjoyed a single second of it because the gimmick of multiplayer, the shtick of it all, you know, the, the hook, the destructibility, makes it so that the entire game and playing it is just a mess. Because all that's happening is buildings are crumbling all over the place. It's mayhem. And it's just a mess of uh, characters, you know, your teammates and enemies jumping all over the place. Nobody uses any weapon other than a rocket launcher. And they're just blowing up everything. And you can lock on, so there's not much challenge or difficulty in uh, taking on combatants. Uh, I, in both of the few handful of games, both of the few handful of games I played... My team destroyed the other team, Uh, because in the in the team death match you have to collect badges after you kill someone in order to uh, score, and we won both times, twenty five to nothing, which seemed weird, but I just found it to be an absolute chaotic mess that was just it was too much of a mess, and I. When they're emphasizing destructibility and all that so much, I think it would have gone a long way for them to try and come up with some more creative modes that put that that take the destructibility aspect of the the game and play on that, uh, add to that, or, or, or complement that something. But the two modes they have currently are just they're just trash. They don't complement destructibility i think maybe something could be interesting where it was a versus mode where you or uh, two teams fight in a time limit not fight in a time limit but uh have a specific amount of time to destroy as much of a map as possible and the winner is whoever destroys more and you can get combos or stuff like that uh you know it, it's it would be more complicated than what i just said but making modes like that would be a little bit more interesting, because it, it's different than in Red Faction Guerrilla, where there were structures around a f- overall barren landscape you would come across, you know, uh, in the single-player um, places that uh, enemies would be hauled up, or, or stuff like that, and you could use the destructibility to your advantage to bring down a building or to create a pathway for you that you otherwise couldn't get through. And the same in multiplayer, you would have these areas and you could use the destructibility to your advantage to uh, sneak around an enemy or whatever, uh, leave traps and stuff like that. But in Wrecking Zone, it's there's there's no strategy to the destruction. It is just... Let's fucking shoot rockets off all over the place and blow everything up, and it's going to look cool, right? I guess. From a technical standpoint, it's neat, sure. But from a gameplay standpoint, from a is this enjoyable, is this fun standpoint? No, it's not. It's just absolute trash. I hate it so much. And I'm happy that's not in single player because... One, it wouldn't make sense in single player with how. with the, the, the emphasis on collecting orbs. You know, if you, if you added destructibility, that part of Crackdown would go away, the orbs. And if you removed orbs from Crackdown, what the hell is Crackdown anymore? It's not Crackdown. Everyone knows that the best part about Crackdown is collecting the orbs. And that, that was my. Uh, mo- that was the most fun I had with the single player. I, I did the, the story missions just because I would be collecting orbs and then there were, I would come across a new thing to do. I, I, w- I would stumble my way into every single one of the missions, which is not a joke. I at no point ever looked at the map, set a waypoint to a mission, and then did it. I always, in the single player, was just going around the environment, collecting orbs. I'm like, oh, there's a new orb. Oh, there's another one. Oh, I'm at this train station. I might as well... You know, go kill the boss of this and take it over. Oh, now I'm at a boss. There was a time where I was just climbing this building that was huge. And I could tell early on that it was probably leading to something important because it kept giving me uh, new homes, uh, new supply points where I could later on... uh, Well, they were essentially checkpoints. And... I stumbled my way into one of the bigger boss fights. I even stumbled my way into the final boss fight and then got wrecked because I didn't do enough to weaken them and they had all these turrets that were just destroying me. I was I was doing well until I got to this turret area. But Crackdown 3 is a good time. I, I don't know if I'm going to go back to it and collect the rest of the orbs. I'm not that compelled to do it after finishing the game and seeing the end cutscene and all that. And collecting a fair amount of orbs and all that. I think I'm good. I didn't mess around with co-op. I don't know how that works. As in, do you create a new world? And do you start off with a new low-powered agent? Or do you take your current powered agent in there? And the orbs you see are only the ones you haven't collected? I'm not sure. Uh, the, it, that That's a complicated system to put in place because... The orbs are such a key component that if I can't, I don't know, I'm not sure how it works. I don't see, and the thing about it for me is that I don't see the reason why I would ever want to play Crackdown 3. After Return, like I was excited about Crackdown co-op to play with my dad before the game came out. And then when I started playing it, I realized that the actual co-op side of it, which would be taking on missions and fighting enemies and all that wouldn't be fun for me you know the 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 part of the game that i love is collecting the orbs and jumping around and all that and seeing my character power up and that's not what we would do in co-op we'd go on missions and and do all that and i would be miserable and i say i know that's what we would do that we wouldn't just hang around and go collecting orbs because there's no way my dad would have any interest in doing that maybe other people would have fun just chatting and going after orbs if the system in place is one that you just see the orbs that you're missing in in the map uh, and and vice versa but uh, Crackdown 3 good time, I enjoyed it, I like uh, the single player quite a bit but the multiplayer I think is absolute garbage. I might play some more of it. To get a few more easy achievements. But I'll be happy to delete that. Pretty soon. Unless there's some announcement. That they'll be adding some more interesting modes to it. Moving on to. Animal Super Squad. That's it again. <laughs> okay. Animal Super Squad. Which is a physics based. Puzzle adventure game. Where you are. Going around these environments in uh, and and the gameplay is somewhat reminiscent like Trials. You hold the right trigger to go to the right, left trigger to go to the left. You play as a chicken to start off with, but you can unlock more characters like a frog and uh, something else. I can't remember what it was. It was like called Porky, or it wasn't a pig though. Um, But you're going through these environments. You can find collectibles that will give you with new hats you can put on your little character or New vehicles. You're starting one as a toilet. And you're just going through these areas. Clearing them. With a lot of physics going on. And I don't like it all that much. I think a lot of physics based games. Try to rely on humor. Specifically the humor of physics. and, And seeing how things play out. And all that. And that's funny to a point, but that doesn't work for me the way it works for other people. I never really got into Goat Simulator or Octodad or stuff like that. I don't care how silly it may be if it doesn't feel good. And Animal Super Squad doesn't feel good. Uh, I, I played through 10 or so levels, and I... Never really enjoyed a single second of it. It's pretty easy. It's pretty forgiving. I found the bonus levels way more interesting because they sort of, they're, they're way more puzzly than the regular levels, which are just sort of brute force your way until you get to the end. There are no type of, uh, not setbacks. I don't know. I don't even want to think about it. There, the the bonus levels are more puzzly and having you try and think about how to get to from point A to point B. Some of the the bonus levels will be a single screen; they won't no scrolling, and you just have to figure out how do you get to this specific point. There's something in your way. Well, you got to press this, but if you just go straight to it, you won't be able to get back. And I like that more. I haven't messed around with any of the creator tools, which is something I'm way more excited about checking out. Uh, I just play the adventure mode, so I I still want to check out more of the game because there is the ability to create your own levels and upload them and play other people's levels, which I always like. I think that could be fun, but with a game that's so reliant on physics, I imagine there might be a lot of terrible levels out there, but I, I don't know uh it's it's okay i guess um which i i if you're into physics-based games of this ilk it's worth checking out it looks nice it, it, the characters are a bit silly you start off as a chicken but the frog is a little funnier to play as because he has really long arms and they're just dangling outside of the vehicle whenever they're in it and that's kind of funny even though when I say they're, they're dangling outside. I mean, they're clipping through the vehicle all the time. They, they don't actually, uh, they're not situated outside of the vehicle. Like it's an actual object. They're just clipping through this thing, uh, all, all over the place. But, uh, it's okay. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. I just thought it was kind of meh because I don't like the controls all that much. Or uh, the controls are fine. The inputs work. It just doesn't feel all that fun to press the buttons. And then I played some more Apex Legends for the first time in a while. And I like some of the improvements they've made since the last time I've played it. It it, it seems to be more stable. And I never had any kind of connectivity issues. But the thing I love most, the change that I noticed right away and I was so happy for, was the... Ability to relinquish your jump master duties to another player. I don't want that responsibility. I never want to be jump master. And being able to say, nope, you can can take over these duties. Duty, I said, duty. um, Makes me very happy. Played a few matches. The last one I played, we ended up in second. I got a few kills. We killed, we took, it was weird. We killed three squads. And we only, our team had three kills. I had two, another player had one. I don't know how that, that just seemed like it was ridiculous that we came across three squads that were attacking each other and we killed the last remaining one of each team. That just seems very convenient. But that was, that was a good match. I re- realized returning to the game that I kept confusing... The, the bumpers. So I would press the left bumper when I wanted to ping something. And then I would use my special. And it was really pissing me off. Uh, the other match I played was not great. Where the team just didn't play as a team. And then they both died pretty early on. And I was just kind of stuck by myself. And it wasn't all that fun. Um, but yeah. Apex Legends is is a good game. it is It is very good, and very polished, and very pretty, and I like it, I don't, I still don't like it as much as Blackout, and I think, I think I like Realm Royale more just because I am surprisingly good, or competent, and that one, I seem to do well all the time, and while I think the the way everything works in Apex Legends makes it so that playing with a squad feels really good, regardless of whether you're wearing a headset. I still don't like being forced to play in a squad. That's not my ideal way to play. It 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 works, it's so streamlined and it works so well in Apex Legends that I can deal with it. But I will n I don't think I will ever enjoy playing with strangers. Just because uh, i i don't I don't like it <laughs> um, playing with people I know wonderful playing with randoms it's just a mixed bag, and it always will be a mixed bag uh, and especially now where people using headsets is so limited i would I would like to use a headset or, or talk to people with a headset as opposed to uh, as streamlined as it is and how easy it is to Tell people and interact with your teammates without using a headset. I still would like or prefer talking that way. But that just doesn't seem to be the way things play out anymore these days in online gaming. Moving on to what I've been watching. So I watched about an hour and a half of Das Boot, finally. The submarine movie that many people know of. And I don't know how many have seen And it reminded me a lot of Master and Commander. Uh, But Master and Commander, of course, came out later. So Master and Commander is more like Das Boot. And I just didn't care for it all that much. It's very well made. I'm sure if I had a really nice sound system, it would be amazing to experience that movie because the audio design is fantastic. But I didn't find it particularly thrilling or interesting or engaging There were moments that I was like, oh, this is kind of good. But overall, I was just kind of going along with it. And I I think maybe the the original six-hour cut would be better, even though it's longer. But it it feels much more like it would would be better suited as a miniseries, which is how it was originally um, put out, I believe. in in Germany um, or Russia. (laughs) Um, It's fine. I think it's uh, praised a bit too much though looking at the scores across the border because I think the people who would love a movie like Das Boot are the only kind of people who would actually sit down and sit through it. I don't think anyone would see the runtime for Das Boot and decide to just give it a go. I don't think that was going to happen. Um, but yeah, Watched a good amount of that. And, and when I say a good amount, I mean not even half of it, because an hour and a half is not half of it. Uh, at least the, is that, I have the director's cut, which is like three and a half hours. Mm. There are longer cuts. That might be the shortest cut. Still not half of it. I watched Seconds, which is this interesting movie with Rock Hudson where he starts off the movie as some old chubby dude who is invited to this thing where they can change his identity and kill his former self and they then give him plastic surgery and he turns into rock hudson and i if plastic surgery was good enough to turn an old fat man into rock hudson i'd get plastic surgery rock hudson's is a handsome man um but it's interesting, and I don't want to say too much about it because a lot of the joy I had in watching it was not knowing where it was going in the first place. Uh, there's an incredibly gross scene, one of the grossest scenes I've seen in any movie. I, I'm sure to many people they would be like, oh, that's no big deal, it's fine, that, that's not that gross at all. But it was disgusting to me. There was this part where he gets invited to a party, out to, an outside party with like a bunch of hippie seeming people. And at first, there's just this one naked woman in a a big barrel of grapes, you know crate uh, smashing them with her feet to make wine and all that and then a bunch of naked, dirty people get into that barrel and start smashing the grapes and eventually you know they've smashed it enough to it the point where it's liquefied and eventually, Rock Hudson trying to he, he was invited by this one woman, she gets in there and He tries to get her out, but instead everyone else starts to push him and throw him uh, and they throw him into the barrel and he gets in their head first. So he's fully submerged in this fucking giant barrel full of dirty grape juice that is soaked in all the dirt and filth of all these people and their nasty, dirty feet. And he's definitely gotten some in his mouth. And they keep picking up the the grapes at the top and scrubbing all over his face. It is gross. I was screaming no audibly as the scene kept going on. It went on way too long. It was disgusting. I hated every second of it. I never want to see that scene ever again. But it's a good movie. Seconds. Check it out if you want to be grossed out and see an interesting movie at the same time. I also watched, I don't 30 minutes or maybe a little less of The Wife, which I did not like at all because it was telegraphing everything that was going on right from the very first few minutes. Uh, the performances might be really good, but the writing is shit. It is absolute garbage. Uh, if the movie doesn't end with a big reveal that they think might surprise some of the audience, that. That Glenn Close was actually the writer of these stories. I'd be very surprised because they were just telegraphing it all over the place all the time, and I hated it for that. I, I just wanted them to spit it out the entire time watching the little bit I watch. I'm just like, spit it out already. Just get it over with. I know what you're saying. We all know what you're trying to hint at. Just fucking say it. Get it over with. And their stupid mopey son, I wanted to smack him in the face. I did not enjoy any bit of that. I watched some of uh, the, what is it called? The Front Runner with Hugh Jackman and his terrible, I assume that's a wig? Or is that his real hair and they just styled it to look horrible? Uh, His hair is distracting. I hate it. I was not familiar with this particular uh, story and it, it was fine. I, I watch a good chunk of it and then I just stop because I'm like I I know where it's going and all that. It, it's not the best of, of this ilk, these political uh films based on real events, real people. Uh it just wasn't it was okay. Um then did I watch anything else? Watched some foreign movies. Thing that thing about foreign movies, which I don't think will be surprising anyone, is that I think humor is probably the hardest thing to translate, and I I don't mean translating in terms of the words, just in terms of you know the style of humor and what other cultures think is funny. Though I say that, and then the movie that I'm thinking of right off the top of my head, Armacord or whatever it's called, this Italian film. The humor would translate. It's just that I don't care about juvenile humor. Farts and masturbation and peeing and all that kind of shit doesn't work for me in most cases. Um, It can. Like in American Wedding. American Pie 2. I don't like American Pie 1. But I love American Wedding. And he eats dog shit in it. And I think that's funny but also very gross. But, I don't, I especially hate farting, because I just, I, maybe it's because my life is different than, like, do other people in your regular lives, people just fart around you, and then they laugh, or like, they just, I don't hear farting as often as I hear it in some movies, and, and used in a way that's like, oh, isn't this funny, farting, no, farting is not funny. The sound isn't funny. Nothing about farting is funny. It's just a fucking air flapping through your buttholes, through your butt cheeks. whoop de doo Watching four teenagers masturbating in a car together. Why? Why would you do that? <laughs> That's just. I'm not getting into some group masturbation clubs. Just think it's dumb peen through a long dick straw. No, not for me. Anywho, I think that's a perfect place to end this episode with dick straws. Uh, so once again, I'm your host, Mark Nez. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find... This podcast, the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, and Attack the Backlog, which are all available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And if you'd like to check out the video version of this year's show or Attack the Backlog, you can go over to youtube.com slash pixelated sausage and check both of them out there. A brand new episode of Attack the Backlog went up yesterday, and it's all about Transistor, and I think it is, uh, without a doubt the worst episode to date. I was not happy with how it turned out. But that is in large part, because I think prior to Transistor and since there has been no game that has been part of attack the backlog that I've been so indifferent about. I don't love it. I don't hate it. I think there are some nice aspects of it from like a technical standpoint. And I think there are some good ideas. But overall, I left that game pretty underwhelmed. And and with little to say about it because it's really short and I I didn't have any strong feelings for it. It's hard to talk about a game when you have no strong feeling whatsoever about it. And I had none for that game, so I'm not I'm not super happy with that episode, but it's there. You can watch it if you want, you can listen to it. And of course, if you'd like to check out my art, you can go over to pxsr.com. And if you see something you like, click the link and it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you fancy the site in general and everything that we do, please go over to patreon.com pxs and support us that way. And as always, thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoyed this here episode. And I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day.